Tēnā tātou, kua whakarau i ka mai ki te whakarongo mai ngā tōpito katoa o te motu o te rao te ao, nei au e tuku nei oku mihi ki a koutou, i taku aroha hoki ki ngā mate huhua o te wā, rātou ki a rātou, tātou te hunga ora o tira ngā kaupapa ora ki a tātou hoki i tō tātou makariri haere i tēnei wāhanga o te tau, hoki i tō tātou whakatata ki te ura mai anō o Matariki, o Pruanga, o Takurua, i ngā tohu hei whakatū mai ki a tātou te timatanga o te tau hou. Kia ora! Bit of a longer mihi than usual, but hey everyone, hope you've been looking after yourself and hope you've been keeping well and doing whatever is right for you with where you are, what you're up to and what you are working towards or where you're going um, and as well as that just hope you're keeping safe weather's been uh, pretty hectic tafri matia getting his flex on uh, to say the least and so hope you're keeping safe as well and thank you to everyone who's sent through some partai thank you for your patience i know last month oh uh my daughter's just learning to stand up <laughs> Kia ora. and that was her sending her mihi as well uh, but yeah so loving being a parent being a mama is just yeah I love it so much more on that soon <laughs> and also it, I'll be honest I'm still sticking with the one take and publish but I've had a few one takes <laughs> And I've just had enough. I'm like, okay, if she's going to send her mihi and share her gossip while we're recording because she doesn't want to sleep, well, that's just what this episode's going to include. <laughs> Before we get into it. But um, yeah, so we've got a few partai. I'll list out what they are and then we'll get into answering them. Kapai. So one part I, what's it like, uh, what's mamahood been like, uh, which I can't wait to get into. Um, and this was the part I, that I said I would do, I would explain a little better in the second video for May um, that I didn't get around to doing, so it's being included in this lot. Uh, and it was around mana wahine, how to... Uh, empower wahine or how to totoko to just be advocates and support wahine and allow for te mano te wahine and so this was the more specific partai what role do you see for tāne Māori in returning the balance and equanimity between the two elements and there's some smaller questions that fit into that um, which include moving from decolonizing to indigenizing and in around what restoring mana wahine could look like. And another part I, are there any puraka you would prefer, you would refer to as a paradigm for mana wahine? What books am I reading at the moment and information on the next programs? And so this is a quote that I refer to very often um, to help me keep perspective. Kaitipoi? Uh, to help me keep perspective um, during the days, which can be quite long. It's funny because the days are long, but the months have been short. Like it just feels like um, she was a week old or, you know, even a day old just yesterday. 
um, but this is the quote by Julianne Moore. And it goes like this. It's not difficult to take care of a child. It's difficult to do anything else while taking care of a child. And I love that. And I resonate with it. I remember seeing it when I was hapu. And I was like, oh, okay, I think this is a good reframing. Because I've heard uh, just a lot of people sharing their stories and how it's hard to get things done, hard to do the stuff around the house or keep the house clean and tidy and those kinds of things when you have pepe and tamariki, which I appreciate. But I love this quote because it's like the pepe and tamariki growing up are just doing what is in their nature to do. You know, to grow and to develop, to explore, to cry because they don't know how to communicate otherwise. And my main priority at the moment is her and her papa and myself, <laughs> which are all the same thing at the moment. Um, but it's keeping my, it just helps me keep perspective when house is a little messy or I want to get things done or I feel myself getting stressed out. It's because of all of those other things. But if I am making sure that she's well and fed and loved and I keep myself in a space to be able to do that, then that's the main thing. So I really love that quote and I think that summarizes where I am <laughs> in, the, in the parenting journey at the moment. Um, and especially like I've started some new mahi and so trying to balance that I was trying to incorporate that into our routine has been interesting. <laughs> it's been hard. It's been hard. Um, but that kind of quote helps me keep things in perspective because I'm like, oh, um, I haven't done this. I haven't sent my fakar or I haven't sent the notes back to someone. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, Hannah, this is my self-talk. It's like, well, you figure out how to do that outside of your responsibility, your main responsibility to be to show up as a mama but it's an ongoing wananga and if you have if anyone out there has any whakaro any advice or even like I'm not really one to ask for advice <laughs> but I am in this forum a eh? high trust um, but also just sharing story and what worked for you so that I can maybe you know take and try tinker with it and try in our routine and see if it works for us as well then I can give you an update <laughs> Um, but so still love being a mama and learning so much and especially my appreciation for parents, for mama, for whanau, for uh, being Māori and having, you know, te Māori as the, just everything that I, just that is my whole everything on this journey has been amazing. You know, the tupuna whakaaro, tupuna mātauranga to help me navigate some of the, some of the phases. <laughs> it's been awesome. Um, hey. A tōna waka ki tito kanohi, ingari kāri tēnei wā. So maintaining the social media. Oh, there have been a few instances we've been out to kaupapa and... People have taken photos and our PP's face has been in there. And that we've had to ask to take them down. I even uh, had a speaking gig about a month or so ago. And it felt really awkward. But at the beginning, I was like, 
in case anyone's going to record this or take a photo, you know, um, all good. But if you capture my peepee in there, just put something over her face or try get her when her, hair, her face isn't facing the camera. And it felt so presumptuous to say that and to start my corridor like that or after the karakia, uh, after my mihi. But the corridor was about, you know, accountability. And I was like, well, at least I've shared my, like, I've played my cards. I've shown my cards, my cards. And I've left the ball in your court now. And you can do with it what you like. If you decide, stuff Hannah, <laughs> I'm going to post what I want to post. Then that's on you. Or, you know, that was on you, on them as the as the audience. But I had said what I needed to say. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> lots of wānaga, lots of wānaga. Um, but into our next partai, which is what role do you see for Tāne Māori in returning the balance and equanimity between the two elements? And specifically in relation to our rangatahi Māori in mainstream schooling institutions within a place that typically fails to inform our learners of who they are and what a treasure that is. So often the very first hurdle is inspiring a passion for wanting to explore who they are. And so moving from decolonizing to indigenizing in and around what restoring mana wahine would look like. So to answer those, I don't know if I've mentioned it in previous videos or episodes, but... Um, I, the term that makes the most sense to me is te mana o te wahine and te mana o te tāne. Like, mana is something we have rather than, I don't know if it's like a noun or a verb or an adjective. <laughs> so if someone could let me know, uh, but like te mana o te whenua is very different to mana whenua and how it's used. But it's like the mana that wahine have the mana that tāne have, all of those types of things. So, yeah, I prefer to use that rather than mana wahine. But, yeah, I don't know if I elaborated on that. But anyway, same, same. I'm sure it's used in the same way. Um, but that's just my preference of how to word it. And it's in times like these when I ramble that I'm like, oh, probably should set aside some time to edit hana. <laughs> But I think I got a message or two about the one take uh, format that we're going with and a mihi to that and the rawness of it. So <laughs> I hope there'll be, we'll be continuing with that feedback now. <laughs> um, anyway, the role I see for Tāne Māori, the ones that come to mind are either allowing the space or creating the space for wahine to share whatever that might be. Share their whakaaro, share their perspective, their expertise, their knowledge, their uh, perspective, their take, whatever the situation is. And then there are some spaces where wahine Māori are not privy to or are not a part of and so it's advocating for wahine to be part of those but even in that it's like it's not just for the sake of it but because of the value a wahine maori can bring to different things 
um, bring to different spaces. So I think there is a bit of capacity building in that, but there are so many talented, awesome wahine. Sorry, I'm kind of contradicting myself a little bit in this. Um, but there are so many talented wahine Māori who are overlooked or who are not invited into spaces. And so if you find yourself in one, then it's advocating for your sister, for uh, your tuahine, koka, fire, uh, iramutu, uh, whanaunga, uh, tuahine, to be part of those spaces as well. It's defending wahine Māori and te manao te wahine in those spaces where they're absent. Um, that's one way I can see tāne um, adding... Kei te pai! Kei te takapuripuri koe! It's one way. Another way would be that self-reflection, that internal exploration into unpacking that internalised misogyny and sexism and patriarchal beliefs, like retracing that whakapapa to see uh, what beliefs um, you may hold around wahine, what they're capable of, what they should and shouldn't do. Like I've even had to do a lot of work being a stay-at-home mama without pepe and also me picking up mahi as well and the distribution of uh, our mahi here to keep our home well, home life well, and also the house, the whare as well. And it's like... um you know, having these conversations with myself and then also with my tāne to not just accept, you know, these domesticated roles um, and to share in the responsibility of what it takes to create the home environment that we want for ourselves and for our daughter. And so I've had to unpack a lot. I was like, oh, well, I'm at home. Um, I'm, you know, this is a role that wahine have. It's like, oh, well, actually, and we've unpacked a few things. And I'm like, oh, this is quite um, unfair. And it's not in terms of like even being 50-50. It's, um, I heard another quote the other day. It's like, you give, everyone gives 100 to the relationship, to the partnership. You don't just give half and then expect them to give half because you'll always be resentful or upset. But everyone gives a hundred, which might look different on different days. And so that's another whakaaro that has been helpful for me in that wānanga, in unpacking my own prejudices, my own uh, internalised misogyny about what I should and shouldn't be doing. Um, But that's another one, which is, I think, a longer... Uh, that's a longer I think slower to prevent burnout like a slower but more intentional uh, thing that tāne and wahine can do as well because I think for a lot of wahine it's kind of I was raised to be an strong Maori independent woman kind of thing and I could do everything by myself or by my on my own and I don't think, like, everyone is free to do whatever they want. But I was like, I don't like that. Because the connotation was um, to do things on my own and by myself. 
rather than to share an experiences with someone else, which I've been so blessed to be able to do. And now we have a pepe um, to share as well. Um, where was I going with this? So there's, um, I think, just in that, there's Tane creating the and allowing for the safe space. Oh, the, the video just turned off. Oh, man, I tried to clear my iPhone storage. This was the reason I did the retakes in the first place. <laughs> I went, but I think I got through more than I did the first time, so we'll carry on. Um, so in that context, I think Tane can allow for and create that safe space for wahine to share their power or to share uh, and let go of some of that control in different spaces and for them just to be really strong, loud advocates of wahine and the mana that wahine have and the value they can bring to spaces. So I hope that answers the partai. Uh, next partai, are there any pūrāko you would refer to as a paradigm for mana wahine? And I think if we view all of our pūrāko and we keep in mind that our tūpuna shared these pūrāko with Pākehā who interpreted them from their own world view which is very patriarchal, men are above women, women play a submissive role or unimportant role in history. Uh, what else? If we keep that in mind, we and then we look to unpack that or remove that lens from our pūrāko, all of them speak to the mana that wahine have in the most positive way. But one that stands out is the kōrero about mahuika and māui, I was always told that Maui was the saviour, you know, he was the hero of the story and Mahuika was this old bag, this witch in her cave um, who wouldn't share her fire with anyone, didn't want anyone else to live their best life. <laughs> and Maui, you know, the redeemer, he saved us all because he got the fire from Mahuika. And especially since becoming a mama, but doing my own mahi to unpack this pūrāko and try to look for a more Māori understanding of it, knowing that our tūpuna were very matriarchal, they honoured our wahine, uh, there was, you know, the nothing but respect there, and they had kawai and tikanga to honour these and honour the mana that wahine have and honour wahine, um, I, I look at that story now and I think there's nothing I wouldn't do to protect my daughter. <laughs> there's nothing I wouldn't do to protect my daughter. And in that kōrero, Mahuika's fingernails are her children, are her tamariki. And she, uh, out of the generous generosity of her own heart, um, what else? Uh, to I think there's a whakapapa link between Maui and Mahuika as well. Um, but she gave her tamariki to Maui and one by one he killed them in essence right and so of course by the end of that story of course she's going to be outraged and she's going to uh, attack Maui or retaliate in some way it's like I can feel that maternal instinct <laughs> you know to want to protect my daughter uh, my iramatu 
uh, anyone that I loved and cared for actually if something like that happened to me or an expression of that where I was taken for granted uh, which is one interpretation we can make of that kōrero but you know and so reviewing all of these pūrāko from that understanding that our pūrāko were preserved and retold from a Pākehā worldview. So we need to unpack that. Like, what other reason is there that there are very few pūrāko purely about the mana of our atuarei or wahine atua? Atua wahine, however you want to spin it. <laughs> but you know, and so... Um, Every pūrāko speaks to that, uh, but paradigm for te mana o te wahine, my go-to would probably be that one about mahuika, retelling it from that story or from that different perspective. Um, Hinea huone, I don't know if she really qualifies as atua, but being the first woman. And I love the symbolism that comes from her being... Uh, each of the atua giving parts of themselves to her. And so she was created with everything she needed and nothing she didn't. And that same thing goes for us because we're whakapapa in action. And so in the same light, we are created and we have everything we need and nothing we don't, which I think is so beautiful. Um, and that comes from wahine, te mano te wahine. Um, another one would be... Hmm... I'm still learning and unpacking the kōrero about hinetitama and hinenuite pō, but there's probably something there in the different phases that wahine go through in their lives. Uh, learning more about hinetiwaiwa, the atua associated with uh, te marama, hina, uh, with weaving and with childbirth as well. Um, but yeah, that's about where I'm at with that part I. On to the next one. <laughs> what books am I reading at the moment? Okay, so I listen to audiobooks on Audible and I have the physical copies of some books. So currently listening to The Psychology of Money and I'm really enjoying that. It's a really easy listen and it's pretty short as well, um, but so effective and paints a really cool picture about the psychology of money pretty much. <laughs> Um, and then the hard copy books that I have are Braiding Sweetgrass, which I love and 100% recommend to anyone to go and read it if you haven't already or to reread it even if you have. <laughs> and also we just bought a bookshelf and so we've been able to unpack boxes of books and put them up and I found the book that I've taken so long to read, I'm about halfway through, 200 pages to go, Woman Who Runneth the Wolves, which is another one that I highly recommend because of the way it interprets Pūrāko with all the different themes. And it's helped me actually to go back to our own kōrero and see them from a different perspective. And that's what I love about Indigenous stories is that there are so many... Uh, intersex there are so many similarities or similar kōrero that we have or similar characters that we have in these different kōrero from all across the world um, and so this puka puka really helped me to come at them from a different perspective 
and different understanding, different appreciation as well. That's one of the main reasons it's taken me so long to read it because <laughs> I just put it down and I'm like, oh, that sounds like this cordial. They just go too deep on that. Um, but keen to hear what your recommendations are as well. So I can add them to the list. I've even got a whole, I think there's one and a half rows on my bookshelf at the moment, which have books that are completely untouched. <laughs> Other than unpacking them from the package when they arrived <laughs> and then putting them into the box and putting them onto the bookshelf. But I haven't opened them. Yeah, because I had this great idea when I was hapu. I was like, oh, I'll buy all these books because I'll have so much time to read them when I'm breastfeeding. And no, <laughs> not even. Uh, but anyway, keen to hear what you're reading and if you have any recommendations for me to add to my list as well. Um, but info on the next program. Next, Reconnect to Self eight-week program is going to be in July to start off the new year, which I'm so excited for because I've been able to plan and replan all these other things around it. And that's just the foundation plan of... <laughs> of these other kaupapa and other little things going on as well. But it's part of a... It's one strand woven into a bigger whariki which I've been really excited and been working on for quite some time. And it's finally coming to fruition, but I'll be sharing more kōrero with you first and foremost. And then, of course, um, with our wider group, with the newsletter whānau, and then onto social media as well. But that's coming up and some other cool content as well uh, that I've been working on, or that my daughter and I have been working on. Um... And oh, there was another whakaaro that came to me as I was speaking. I was like, oh, need a touch on this as well before I finish up. But I've forgotten. So I think, oh, about te reo Māori content. I'm going to try it. And I'm going to put out uh, kōrero on the podcast in te reo Māori. Ka kōrero au, ka whawhe whawhe noiho. <laughs> Mō ngā kaupapa rereke, ka whakautu hoki i etahi o enei pātai. And I'll start off with the Q&A questions and answering them in Te Reo Māori as well. Um, and we're just going to see how we go. Hey, we're, we're, we're building from our once a month. <laughs> and we're going to add some real content in there as well. And so looking forward to that as well. But I think we've been going on for a while now, so I'll leave it there. Um, but again, Nayaku Mihikia Koto, thank you so much for joining me on this QA. And if you have any part time for next month that you'd like me to cover, uh, please, you know how to send them through. You can send me an email uh, on the hub, there's the, that function as well. Uh, send me a DM on social media, and we'll put them in the list for next month. Kapai. Oh, clocking in at 27 minutes. Holy, here we go. Nei aku mihi kia koutou e tiwi. Kia pai te marama. Kia pai hoki te mutunga o tēnei tau. Hope you enjoy these last few weeks and enjoy the rising of Matariki and the start of the new year as well. And I'll catch you uh, on the other side. Hei korna.